Welcome to another episode of The Wave. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome back to the weekly news and chat show from the world famous bottom of the stream podcast. And don't we sound nicer than last time? We certainly do. We, we're not ill anymore. No. That's good. We're back. We didn't do a wave last week. We did not. I think we're going to be back, back, back now. Are we not? I think all uh, the holidays are done. I think we have got a... Don't, no, I need to speak to you about that. Okay. <laughs> I think we've... We, have we got a good run going ahead now? Yeah, we'll, okay, we'll, we'll work do some around fair conversations. Pretty much. Yeah. September was uh, to close out season seven. September was a convoluted month. There was a lot of comings and goings, and throwings. Yeah, comings, comings and, and goings and doings and throwings. But hopefully, we'll be all right now. We'll I think, though, forward. you know, it's not. You know, we 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 missed a wave. That's okay. Yeah, the, we, we, we missed a couple we, of waves. We've still put a movie show out every single week. No, we missed one full week. Well, that's fine. That's we're fine. allowed to we're one week wor- off. We're two working adults. Yeah. Two, two episodes of a podcast a week. People can't hate us for it. Anyway, I I had a good excuse last week. Why? What did you do? I, I was away. Of course. Yeah, how was it? I was at Disneyland. Disneyland. Nice. In Paris. Sweet. I've never been there. Uh, Paris great, or Disneyland. Was it good? Yeah, really good. Yeah? Yeah, this time last week, I was probably watching the, the fireworks and all that jazz. Amazing. Meeting princesses and... Uh, now you're in here with me yeah exactly <laughs> so exactly the same really. yeah absolutely i've uh, got the fireworks coming later i it was one more awkward experience okay i love an awkward experience uh did you get recognized no i didn't get recognized <laughs> that would be awkward but my wife got married to someone else oh I, and it was a bit awkward okay because uh, he was like a six and a half foot tall dog uh, okay yeah I, I think she might have committed bigamy with goofy <laughs> Your wife married Goofy. Yeah. Is Goofy a dog? Yes. Is he a cow? No, he's a dog. Are you sure? Positive. I'm sure he's a dog. I think he's a cow. Well, he's not a cow. Isn't this a conversation to stand by me? I think <laughs> yeah, when they're all sitting around that campfire. Goofy's a dog. Okay. I'm going to Google it while you're talking. Okay. Your wife married Goofy again. I, no, not again. No, <laughs> again? Well, she married you. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. She's not married him <laughs> before. Uh, yeah, well, well she's his, he's her favourite. Right, okay. So he was... It was outside one of the parks, or just that inside the entrance. Well, oh, it's not very long queue to meet Goofy. Let's get a picture with Goofy. Yeah. And I said, we were in the queue with the, the children as well. And I said, tell him you're, he's your favourite. I bet it will be funny. And so she did. Yeah. And he, like, goes down on one knee, like, pretends he's got a ring. Yeah. And then he, they all, they all have, like, a minder. Okay. Like, like a wrangler, a <laughs> character wrangler to keep the Is that because they can't see where they're check, going? I suppose, yeah. And he goes and he, he, he steals this lectern that this guy's obviously got all his notes and his timings and yeah. stuff like that. He brings it forward. He's, he beckons the guy forward. He's like, oh, you want me to get married? You want me to marry you? Yeah. Okay. He's like, I've got the video. I'll have to show it to you. Yeah, definitely. It's like, do you, huge dog, take this random guest as your lawful wedding wife? Has anyone got any objections? He turned around to me and I was just like, no, you just crack on me. <laughs> And then he goes to my kids, you know, you you will have a new half-brother. You know, Goofy's got a kid. Of course he has, yeah. yeah. They, everyone seemed fine with the arrangement. I bet they were well happy about yeah. that. We've got some good photos. Good. Yeah, it was nice it wedding was, photos. It was cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you get a cake? No cake. No. no. I didn't fancy a dog food cake. No. no, it's not a dog. Let me tell you, the wedding night was weird. Oh, I bet it was. <laughs> but not unpleasant. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. A gentleman doesn't kiss and tell. <laughs> um, 
I've Googled it while you've been talking. So there seems to be some debate. Some people at Disney think he's a dog. Some people think he's a cow. Um, they've given the final word to Bill Farmer, who is the voice of Goofy since 1987. Sure. Um, he currently voices Goofy in the Disney Plus reality series, It's a Dog's Life. Okay. However, he says, in a recent interview with Yahoo Entertainment, Farmer claims Goofy is not a dog. Goofy seems to be in the canine family in the same way that a wolf is not a dog. But they are also in the canine family. I think canis goofis is the technical Latin term for what Goofy is. He's just a Goofy. Oh, right, fine. There you go. I'll, t- I'll take it as a win. <laughs> Who knew within five minutes of us coming back, we'd be talking about Goofy? Well, there you go. Yeah, I had a great time. I mean, Kids enjoy it? Yeah, they, they did. Yeah? I mean, the place got you over a, bar- got, got you over a barrel once <laughs> you're in there. Yeah, I can imagine. Fucking expensive. Yeah. But, you know, I imagine it's pretty relentless and in your face constantly as well. Yeah, I mean, there there is like some quiet places you can get away, and we had like access to a, like a lounge at the hotel, which was like a bit like, nice. chilled out and stuff like that. But like, yeah, when it's like eight euros for a Mickey Mouse shaped sandwich, <laughs> Mickey like, Mouse shaped sandwich, yeah, okay. like all the rolls are baked like Mickey Mouse. And oh stuff really? Like that. Yeah, that's cute. But uh, no, it's fun. Good. I'm glad you had a good time. They got like a new whole Avengers bit, which was quite oh, cool, to, cool to look around and stuff like that. Sweet. Well, my eldest daughter got bopped on the head by Thor as he was passing. What, by his hammer? Yeah, yeah. That's a bit dangerous. Yeah, I know. Is she okay? Yes, fine. Good. That's good. I imagine she could take him. Yeah, she could do, actually. She's she's like a purple belt in karate. Yeah, she scares the living crap out of me. She's only, what, nine? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, yeah, we had a good time. How about you? What have you been up to? Nothing. Okay. (laughs) Just been chilling. Editing out. Splitters editing out coughs and splutters. Yeah, the, the edit for um, the edit for Prisoners of the Lost Universe was not fun. It took me ages. <laughs> uh, I hope the episode came over all right. But I I haven't listened back to it since the edit. You said we sounded a bit goofy by the end. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. But hopefully it was all right. It was a it was did. an interesting film that one. Wasn't it just? I mean, a real sort of curio of its time. Yeah, definitely. It was very of its time. Very good but fun. I'm really glad it came out the randomizer. Same, same. We've had some, we've had mixed bags with 80s films, haven't we? Yeah. But that that one was probably on the upper good side of them. In terms of enjoyment, yes. Yeah. It, Not in terms of quality of film, film. no. But it was fun. Yeah, I had a, I had a good time. Me too. Ace. Uh, what are we talking about this week? When we're back on Thursday. We are back with the movie show on Thursday. We're talking about Last Man Down. Sure. Which could not be more recent, I don't think. No, it came out in February. This year? This year. 2022. Yeah, it's a 2022 film. What an absolute baby of a film. Yeah, tiny little baby of a film. Uh, Not a tiny little baby of a man. I think, or Norway? Swedish. Swedish. With a massive great tank of a human (laughs) in it. So, yeah, we've uh, we've got plenty to talk about with that one. Yeah. It's going to be fun. So come back to listen to us talk about that on Thursday. Yeah, and if if you get the chance before, check out Last Man Down. Yes, definitely it's, do. It's a, 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 it's a film. Bit of a throwback action flick, isn't it? Yeah, I've say? got some thoughts on it. There's, uh, yeah, yeah. If it didn't feel at some points, it didn't feel like I was watching a film. <laughs> it was uh, you were experiencing <laughs> a beatdown. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> so yeah, we'll uh, we'll get deeper into that on Thursday. It's going to be a fun episode, I think. I've yeah, got, I think got so. quite a few talking points for it. Uh, in the meantime, we should probably do some Netflix news. We've not done any for a couple of weeks. No, so, as you say, we didn't do a wave last week. We so, did not. we have got a couple of interesting headlines to catch up on. 
Uh, and one of which, I don't know, I've not got to this show yet. I don't know if you will get to it when we come to talk about what we've watched. We will indeed. Uh, but seemingly taken everyone by surprise somewhat is the quite astonishing success of the new Netflix show, Dharma Monster. Yeah, it's got a really weird title. Yeah, <laughs> it's got a lot of like ellipses and It's Dharma dash and... monster, colon the Jeffrey Dharma story. It's absolutely just, well, it's, it's, it's on track to smash all sorts of records. It's, yeah, it's breaking records all over the shop. Um, in its first couple of weeks, nearly 500 million hours viewed. That's, that's insane. Which is a huge number. It really is. Uh, and this is this is Ryan Murphy, back with a bang. Back with a big old bang. There was a point, probably last year, the year before, where you couldn't watch anything on Netflix that Ryan Murphy wasn't involved in. No. We used to mention him all the time on this show. Yes, exactly. And then he went away for a little bit, and he's come back with a vengeance. Yeah, 196 million uh, viewing hours in its first week. Wow. Uh, and then its second week, another 299 million. So it actually grew, it grew as well. The, yeah. Um, That's crazy. In, in the English language category only stranger things has earned has had a week with more hours watched wow wow when you think about that that's incredible yeah stranger things is netflix's biggest show sure. if you discount some of the other shows but the most as, as a pop culture thing yeah maybe that and squid game so to to be second to that is just incredible it really is I mean, we'll, it'll be really interesting over the next couple of weeks as it, it finishes its first 28 days. Yeah. Yes, it's still got a couple of weeks to go. It's already in the top 10 of all yeah. time. To, to see where it ends up. Is is that going to carry on or is it going to sort of fizzle out a bit? Because I don't it, know if it, it, will. it will be, if it can keep going at this rate, it could reel in Bridgerton. Um, it could get up there. Yeah, it's, it's currently at 496 million viewing hours in the first 28 days, which puts it ninth of all time. Yeah, yeah. In in, in the English language, you, for some reason they don't they don't include Squid Game in this list it's... or any of the money heists. Or I'd like to see them just do one list. <laughs> yeah, but in the English language shows, Stranger so it, Things four it, is the biggest. It's only a hundred only only <laughs> 160 million or so behind Bridgerton season two, which, which is, is second place. Yeah. So it, it is gonna, doable. It isn't going to trouble since series four of Stranger Things. But. Uh, and another interesting stat, because I know you love a stat. I love a stat. So, Dharma is currently 660% ahead of the next most popular series on Netflix. <laughs> in terms of hours watched. It's basically the only thing people are watching on Netflix at the minute. Yeah. It's crazy. I'll, do I talk about it now? Or we can we do if you about, want. Should we talk about it in the... Uh... We can do it now if you want. If it, you know, it might. Have you not seen any flavor? I've, I've literally just seen the trailer. Like I say, I've been away, so yeah, I've yeah. not not had chance. It's. I I might have to watch on my own because I don't think my significant other is particularly. Uh, it's a tough watch. Yeah, it's a. a really... I mean, the trailer's grim. Yeah, it's grim. It's like a... She saw that and she was like, "I'm not sure this is yeah. for me." I I I'd probably knowing her, I'd probably agree with that. Although we, d- she did really like Murphy's. I know this is. I presume this is even more extreme, but she liked his crime story ones yeah so the one with the Versace one yeah and which the, was pretty grim as well. Simpson one yeah, which as well wasn't it which yeah. is just we all know the story yeah. it's, it's the same guy isn't it it's Evan yeah. Peters back with Ryan Murphy sure 
if you were asked me to do a one-word review of it, I'd say vile. It's it's horrible. It really is horrible. It's, it makes you every, at the end of every every episode. I wanted to go and have a shower. Yeah, it's it's grim. It's dirty. It's vile. It's excellent. Yeah, but it's a it's a really tough watch. Mm. Really tough. It's probably the there was a point where I was like, I don't know if I could carry on with this. How far in? About half, probably about halfway, four yeah. or five episodes in. I'm like, I don't know if I've got this in me. And that, for me to say something like that, it's just crazy. It's hard. Just because it's just bleak. And it's just, just really bleak. And yeah. the fact that you know it's all true, and they've actually left some of the grimmer details out, it was actually worse than what they portrayed yeah. him as. It, it's, it's, it's not an easy watch. Yeah. It really isn't. What, what kept you going? How good it is. Yeah. And it, it is really good. We've accused Ryan Murphy on this show before of all style, no substance. Sure. This is there's far too much substance. <laughs> <laughs> he's gone. He's gone the other way. It's it's very stylish. It looks brilliant. Evan Peters is incredible. Did, As a performance, it's brilliant. Yeah. It's just the the subject matter is grim. Did you like binge it or did you space it out? I did it over probably four or five days. Okay, so a couple of episodes couple of episodes a night because yeah. they are quite long episodes as well. And like I say, it makes you want to have a shower. Yeah. It makes you feel dirty. <laughs> it's, it's it's spine tingling it's horrible but it's it's excellent okay people have asked me should i watch it i'm like i can't tell you that i've told my mum and dad not to watch it okay because they wouldn't enjoy it but people at work are like what do you reckon should i watch it i'm like that's that's on you i'm not having that on me <laughs> it's that it's that bad yeah yeah well a lot of people have watched it a lot of people for a have lot watched of hours it. and to be fair a lot of people have said the same thing that i've said it's 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 a tough watch yeah every review you read of it says the same thing Evan Peters though throw all the awards at him because okay. it must have been such a tough show to film to, to become that character yeah alright taking your work home with you yeah <laughs> can't have been easy anyway that's taken my uh, what have we watched this week out of uh, offers so we'll uh, move on to the next news story shall we let's lighten it up a little bit games games Netflix okay uh, games to be exact uh, with an announcement Okay. Uh, that Netflix will be setting up its very own video game studio. Right. Sweet. Uh, they will be based in Helsinki in Finland. Oh, nice. Uh, we did mention in previous editions of The Wave that Netflix had purchased some small gaming companies. Yeah. Um, and the Netflix games arm yeah. is going to be... Led by a guy called Marco Lastica, who was formerly an executive at Zynga and Electronic Arts. Ooh, big names. Uh, yeah. He he actually co-founded Zynga. Oh, right. Okay. Also in Helsinki. Yeah. Uh, so they kind of bought, bought, the thi- bought the thing to him, basically. Right. Um, Amir Rahimi, who is Netflix's vice president of game studios. These vice presidents can I know. There's, there's a vice for everything. Uh, <laughs> has announced the vision to build a world-class game studio uh, in Netflix's announcement. We will bring a variety of delightful and deeply engaging original games with no ads and no in-app purchases. That's two big selling points for mobile games. Yeah. that's That means everything to mobile gamers. Uh, yeah, it was earlier this year. Um, Netflix purchased Next Games, also based in Helsinki. So they've clearly had this uh, as an, an eye on this as a base for some time. Yeah, it seems to be a big gaming place, Helsinki. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool, that's so, interesting. Let's see what comes from them then. Let's see what happens. Um, 
obviously, yeah, Netflix have really gone in on the, the mobile games. And actually, on that point, you know, I was always moaning on my app. I couldn't see games. Yeah. It's now appeared. Oh. How far in? Oh, six months? Yeah, exactly. Maybe more? So it's, it's now on my iOS app. How strange. I wonder why so it took so long. scroll along and I don't know. Have you played any yet? No, no, no. No, no, me. Just, just really nice. <laughs> that someone there. It was there. Um, cool. So yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe okay. try some out. Yeah. See what happens. Next. Would you like to move house? Nah, quite like this one. Okay. Well, if, if you are interested, uh, then for the bargain price of $300,000 you can go and put an offer in uh, on the buyer's house from Stranger Things. Oh really? Like the actual yeah. house? In It is in uh, Fayetteville, Georgia. Nice. Three bedrooms, two bathrooms, 1,800 square feet. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to look for some pictures but there aren't any on this site other than the one that's a screenshot from Stranger I know. Things. I, f- I found <laughs> the listing. I was like, oh, I want to see the pictures of the inside of the house. And they've they've quite quite cleverly sort of said you've got to contact the agent to, yeah. uh, to take a pictures. virtual or a real tour. Yeah, so but, um, I suppose this is getting a lot of hits. Yeah, yeah. But the, the details are there. Uh, yeah, three, 300K it's been listed for. That's cheap. Uh, it is pretty cheap. There's quite a bit of land as well with it. Um, I mean, it's, it's, looking at this value tracker, it's... it's it's skyrocketed in the last year or so. Yeah. Um, in, in 2014, it was worth 94 grand. I think, interesting, if you open up the sort of facts and features, it actually says this house was filmed, was uh, featured in episode one at this this time, this time oh, really? stamp. And yeah, it's all, it's all in there somewhere. <laughs> but, imagine it's just the out- exterior. Shows. Yeah, exactly. It's not going to be interior, exactly. is it? So. But yeah, all the details are there. It's uh, only got it's, septic tanks, not connected to them. It's, sewage. it's listed on uh, Zillow.com. You Check can it go out. And have a look. Let's see a house in Fayetteville, Georgia. It's only a free bid so far. You could go and play Dungeons and Dragons there. there <laughs> I imagine somebody will buy it for an Airbnb. Yeah, it's got to happen, surely. Of course it has. Why would yeah. you not? It's a, it's a it's sound investment. Put, put the. Um, Put the Christmas lights up yeah. on the wall in the living room. Yeah, why would you not? Yeah. <laughs> Gotta go for it. Of course you are. I mean, the place has got a bloody Lego set about it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like... 300 grand seems really cheap. It, it sounds seem, like a sound investment. It does seem quite good. You can imagine how much that'll be worth when that final season comes out yeah. the, the year after next. Yeah. In 2030 or whenever it's coming. I guess this this isn't really news, but it's a good story. Okay, I love so a good story. How, have you been keeping up with the Rings of Power? I haven't. I've watched the first one or two. Okay, and you've decided not I'm quite gonna, been back. I've decided I'm going to binge it when it's all done. Yeah, I, I might yeah. take that approach as well. I don't know why, because the other week I was singing the praises of weekly releases on TV shows. Yeah. But there's two now, and I've got, <laughs> got like, nah, I'll just binge it That's when too much. Done. Changed my mind. <laughs> I'm very fickled just lately. Uh, some it's a really interesting story has come out this week in the Hollywood Reporter uh, about the sort of the battle to for for the rights for the Lord of the Rings TV. Okay, because uh, everybody I remember everybody wanted it. Yeah, which ended up becoming uh, being won by Amazon and becoming becoming the the Rings of Power. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so as I say some details have emerged and on sort of what the pitches were from some other companies. Okay, so. Netflix uh, apparently pitched the Marvel style 
oh, okay. universe. So like pick a character and make a show about yeah, it. Yeah, so they, they literally went to the Tolkien estate and said, right, we're going to do a Gandalf series. It's all yeah. going to be wizards and spells and stuff like that. And then we're going to do an Aragorn drama, which is all swords and Game of Thrones. And... I can't imagine that went down well. Yeah. Uh, the insider is quoted as saying, Netflix took the Marvel approach and it completely freaked out the estates. <laughs> they are very um, fickle about how the uh, property is used, aren't they? Yeah. So you'd have had to make up a lot of stuff for that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it also says that um, before they eventually decided on the Rings of Power, which is set in the second age of Middle-earth, Amazon interviewed dozens of writers, producers, and directors. So before they even went and pitched to the estate. Okay. Uh, one one of those uh, sets of people that they interviewed were the Rousseau brothers. Oh, okay. Who, well, Amazon did. Yeah. Who pitched an idea to Amazon and that didn't even actually get taken taken forward. Again, they wanted to do an Aragorn story, apparently. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, Amazon, once they'd won the rights... Uh, chose J.D. Payne and Patrick McKay, the showrunners, uh, because they were won over by their sort of passion and knowledge uh, and slightly different different approach going for a for an earlier time period in The Lord of the Rings. It makes sense. That story's told, isn't it? The Lord of the Rings trilogy yeah. is a fantastic trilogy of films. Yeah. You've got to go for a different time period and it, it really makes sense what they've done. I think so, yeah. Um, what, not just the... Oh, we're going to just redo the movies yeah why, why would you do that exactly no i i just i am interested to watch it it's just it's just not near the top of my list yeah I think same i was really i was gonna say i was really burnt by the hobbit movies yeah but i only ever watched the first one and i really disliked <laughs> yeah, it it was bad it was they were bad i was like because I, I, I remember reading that book as a kid and i really loved it and i, was, yeah. I watched the first hobbit movie and i was like this is just fucking it's just padding <laughs> and just filming for the sake of making a film yeah. wasn't it it was i remember going to london as a kid to watch the hobbit stage show oh right with okay. the school oh. i remember doing that awesome. i don't remember i couldn't tell you where it was or anything but i remember going down on a coach yeah so i, th- I thought that was quite interesting very much the so. different approaches that that where we could have been with that which i think would no one would that would never have happened no one's going to sign off on a yeah let's remake those lord of the rings no of course they're not Films. And no, for a TV. Series. Why would you want to? Yeah, that story's told and told really well. It's not like they're bad films that need remaking. Uh, are you ginger? No, no. Uh, this one's not for you then. Uh, <laughs> Netflix are seeking a Prince Harry lookalike for season six of The Crown. Okay. Uh, interestingly, they have said in their casting call that. Uh, you do not have to have any acting experience. All right. So, That's weird. Yeah. Uh, Robert Stern, casting director of The Crown, is searching for an exceptional actor to play Prince Harry in the next series. It is a significant role, and we are looking for a strong physical resemblance. How can you look for an exceptional actor, but you don't have to be good at acting? It, well, this is it. The <laughs> statement continues. Shooting will commence in November 2022 in the UK. No previous professional acting experience is required. So it says at the beginning, it's looking for an exceptional young actor yep. who doesn't have any acting experience. Is Not necessarily, yeah. That makes literally no <laughs> sense. 
Yeah. Uh, the producers said, we are very experienced in providing a great deal of support for young actors and their families through what they find is a uniquely rewarding creative process. I feel like he's just going to be a background character who's just going to be like, not, not, not really well, going to get involved. I mean, this, this article says that uh, it's expected to be quite a major role as season six, yep. uh, which will be the final season, is expected to take uh, the story all the way up to Prince Charles and Camilla's wedding in 2005. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that's where they're going to end it. Sounds like it, doesn't that's it? That's the word on the street. Interesting. I still think we can go do another 15 years. Do you reckon? Keep going. She's passed away. <laughs> Why would we not Keep, yeah. make th- make it, you know, yeah. her life? Anyway, whatever. I'm sick of talking about the Queen. What? <laughs> 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 so, Why is that funny? I don't know. <laughs> it's just the way you said it. You really, it's true. really hate her. I don't. <laughs> Just the way you sounded like you did that. Oh, yeah, it's not. It's, that's not a slight on her. It's a slight on the sycophantic media. And yeah, I know what you meant. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Next, <laughs> exciting news. Very exciting news. Much better than the Queen dying. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> you guys be executed or something. <laughs> I know. Yeah, with a group of swans will come and eat <laughs> us to death. Um. Who owns all the swans now? King Charles? I think so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. I've just so thought of the swans. Nobody thinks of the swans. Sitting there eating swans. Prince Andrew got the corgis. We've got the swans. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, not making anyway, Prince Andrew joke. Um, exciting news. It's official. What is? The community movie is happening. That's so exciting. How it's about so that? so exciting. That is cool. Uh, Peacock. Yeah. The US streaming service. I've put their money where everyone's mouth is. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I've commissioned Dan Harmon for a community movie. That's so exciting. Uh, he, Harmon's on board. Uh, he's wanted to do it for years. He's, he, you know, he's always wanted to give this a proper send-off. Uh, Joel McHale, Danny Pudi, Alison Breed, Gillian Jacobs, Jim Rash, Ken Yong are all conform- confirmed be back aboard uh unconfirmed is whether yvette nicole brown will return uh and donald glover who is a very rich famous and busy man yeah. not that the others aren't <laughs> yeah but, but in terms of star power he certainly made it that guy's on another level yeah uh no news on chevy chase sure. uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh look the guy's a dick yeah but some of the some of his moments well, some of his community, stuff in community is brilliant Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Um, just yeah, make me chuckle <laughs> when they, when he manages to fall off that boat <laughs> in the car park. Oh, it's brilliant! Uh, if, if you're not if you're Norwich community, you've got time now to watch it before the movie comes. I, it's it's pretty. I think I wouldn't. I don't know if it's my favourite sitcom of all time, but it's right up there. Yeah, I'd agree with that. It's, it's just consistent. It's, there's so much going on there. It, yeah, it, we've talked about it before, but probably not for a very long time. Uh, but yeah, go go and watch Community. I think it's on Netflix at the minute. It is. Uh, what is your favourite sitcom of all time? Is that a good real talk? Yeah, 100%. Should we do it? Yeah, let's do it for next week. Okay, let's do it. Um, we, we, talk, we talk about films quite a lot on Real Talk. Let's talk about something different for a Yeah, change. we'll do sitcoms. Let's what's do the, it. What's, the what's, the favorite what's your favourite sitcom? What's your favourite sitcom? Is next week's Real Talk. Yeah. Get thinking about it, people, for next week's Wave. Yeah, community is just, uh, it, it's basically a group of uh, losers 
going yeah. back to community college and for various reasons. Bonding. And yeah, it's it's really funny. And yeah. Dan Dan Harmon, if uh you know if you don't know from this, you will know him possibly from being the brains behind Rick and Morty. Yeah. Um and you know, a tagline through this uh through this show was always they were gonna do six seasons in a movie. Uh, and now this, it's, yeah, it's the six happen. seasons are done. Let's get this movie done. Yeah. Uh, no dates lined up yet, I would imagine at at least this time next year, if not into twenty twenty four. Yeah, you're talking a long time. Um but it's happening. It's exciting. It's really exciting. As soon as I saw the announcement I thought of you, I sent you the clip and I was like, Yeah, this is exciting. Very gifable community. Yes, very. <laughs> very. What could be better news? <laughs> I just read that headline, sorry. Than a community coming back. Okay. Could it be the fact that in the works, uh, Danny Boyle, yep. famous British movie director. Wonderful director. You know, behind... He might come up later on in the show. <laughs> um, you know, trains by in... The Olympics. Um, the Olympics. <laughs> he was. He did yeah, all he the did, Olympics yeah. ceremonies, he didn't did, he? Yeah. Didn't he do... Uh, he's a slumdog millionaire. Yeah. Did he do the one where James Franco cuts his arm off? I think that might have been done. Yeah, I think it was. He did... Um, um, did he do the... One where the guy forgot the Beatles existed? Was that him? Yeah, I think it was. I think it was. Yesterday. Yesterday. Well... What's he doing now? <laughs> he's going to do a stage production. Okay. Which, you know, when you think... That's not unusual no. because you get a lot of. Sure, it's not his first. No, and you get a lot of British directors who are. Well, I'm returning to my roots. You yeah. know, Kenneth Branagh will go and do a Shakespeare production, yeah. or, um, you know, Sam Mendes will go and uh, go and do do a a proper play yeah. down in London. Danny Boyle was going to have a go at that, uh, and <laughs> he's he's going to produce uh, a new show. For a new arts venue in Manchester. Okay. Called the Factory International. Uh, the show's going to open in October 2023, this time next year. Uh, and it's an adaptation of an existing franchise, which is interesting. That is interesting. He's been given permission by Warner Brothers uh, to work on. And I don't think anyone would guess this if I gave you a million guesses. Absolutely not. A hip hop stage adaptation of the Matrix trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Why is this happening? Yeah, I mean, where can I get my ticket? Yeah, absolutely. We should go and see this. <laughs> the show is officially described as combining the hip hop choreography of hundreds of dancers with the latest immersive design. Uh, entitled Free Your Mind, it will take audiences on a thrilling journey through the Matrix and into a new realm of possibilities. Wow. Um, wow. Boyle will direct and is working with Mikey J. Asante, who is composing the music for the dance show. Uh, and Kenrick Sandy will choreograph. Uh, Can we go and see this? Yeah. Let's go and see this when it comes out. It's, I mean... This is the direction that Matrix sequel last year should have taken. Of course it should. Give me a hip-hop, street dance, musical version of The Matrix. <laughs> That's bizarre. <laughs> I mean, wait, if you just, even if you just said to me, hip-hop, street dance, Danny Boyle wouldn't be the first no, person that comes to mind. Not really. And then if he's, you not, said, he's not very urban, is and he? And then you say somebody's going to remake The Matrix... 
Danny Boyle doesn't come to mind. <laughs> and yet you put those three two things together and you can't think of anybody better to do it. <laughs> it's just, it's so bizarre. But it does feel a little bit like someone's gone, oh, that bullet time, that's a cool street dance move. Yeah, and the, uh, yeah. Come, let's pop and lock, guys. Let's let's get it on. I can't wait. I, I really want to go and see this. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm, I'm down. Put the stream out and who's up for it? Yeah. Let's go. Manchester this time next year. Let's go and watch some uh, hip-hop hip mainstream. Oh, yeah, yeah. October next year. What Doing a fantastic it. idea. That, incredible. That We talked about earlier, a few minutes ago, just retreading Lord of the Rings. If you're going to retread something... Hip-hop Lord of the Rings. Why would you not? Damn right. Hip-hop anything. We, uh, fucking Frodo and Samwise in a rap battle... <laughs> I'd pay money for that. Yeah. Absolutely pay money for that. It's happening. Let's do it. I'm excited for this. I, I did have to check when I, I was reading about this this week. Uh, we we weren't on April the 1st. <laughs> it, it's it's happening. Uh, something else a bit weird. Okay. I think it's a first for Marvel. Uh, they've announced a bit of a change in direction for uh, Armor Wars. Which That's was a terrible title. Previously. It's really, I think it's quite difficult to say. It doesn't yeah. roll off the tongue. Uh, was going to be a Disney Plus series. Okay. Starring Don Cheadle. Okay, yep. Um, He's like a he, character. He was War Machine, he was, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Like Tony Stark's best mate. Yeah. Uh, uh, the story was going to say uh, he was going to play James James Rhodes as he did did in all the Avengers movies and stuff like that. Uh, investigating what, what happens when Stark tech falls into the wrong hands. Uh, it's not a TV series anymore. Oh, it's cancelled it's going to be a movie it's been upgraded yeah that's weird that is weird isn't it that is really weird when you when you think about how how tight marvel's planning seems to be yeah i i i'd like to say the story here is someone delivered a script so good that they've gone no 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 more we need more money this this needs to be up on the big screen how strange yeah it's a bit of a weird one that isn't it um I mean, it says here, Yasir Lester, who was head writer for the show, will craft the script for the movie. Yeah. So it doesn't sound like anybody's written a script. No. But it's, it's interesting. Yeah, they've, they've changed direction and they're, they're going with that. Uh, the, one, of the, um, one of the issues is that they obviously, at D23, the Disney Expo, yeah. uh, last month, sort of quite intricately gave us the plan for the next... Two, two phases of yeah, the like you know the next four years yeah. uh, and this was still a tv series then wow. so it's got to fit into the movie sh- schedule somewhere um maybe it'll be like a, a straight to disney plus movie you can't imagine that's going to be a big seller as a mo- the next big marvel movie is the yeah. war machine movie that's not, not exciting. Really. no 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 offense to don Cheadle. no not at all war don Cheadle's machine, a fantastic but... actor but that's not exciting so maybe they'll just do it Maybe it's actually a bad thing for these people who have had their 10-hour runtime cut down to an hour and a half. (laughs) But uh, one of the criticisms of some of these Disney shows, I mean, for me, it was especially apparent, I know it's not Marvel, it's Star Wars, but it was especially apparent in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, was like, this is a movie you've chopped up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, quite arbitrarily at the end of (laughs) some of the episodes. Yeah, I think you could level that at some of the Marvel TV shows as well, to be fair. Yeah, so it's interesting that that, that we're going about face and this mm. is going to be a movie absolutely so. yeah hmm. okay we'll keep an eye on that it's interesting I've never, cool never known that happened ever before on anything that's all the news good news well done 
Have you watched anything good at the top of the stream? Because I've been away, I've not watched too much. I mean, my my I've watched a couple of things. I've watched, so I watched like half of the new series of Ghosts. I finished the new series BBC. of Ghosts. It's wonderful. That's just always good. It's really good. I did hear that the BBC are uh, close to getting the British um, rights for the American remake. Oh, really? Which is also supposed to be quite Yeah, good. it's apparently brilliant. Yeah, I've heard it's really good. So I'll be interested cool. yeah, to cool. see if that turns out. It'd be weird to see the same comparison. show made again yeah. with different people in. That'd be weird. Have you seen the one where there's a new ghost yet? I don't want to give you any spoilers. No, I don't. No, I think I've got two or three left. Okay, it must yeah. be. Must be. You must be close to it. Yeah, it's incredible. Okay, I might watch that after this. Okay, cool. Uh, so yeah, it's good. It's just consistently. It's always been brilliant. There's never great. been a bad episode of Ghosts. No, it's always been brilliant. The last one was I, I saw was when one of the original Ghosts. Oh yeah, that was left. sad. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't expecting that. No. Wonderful show. Yeah. If you've not seen any of Ghost, binge it now. It's all on the iPlayer. I'm sure you can find it in America. Yeah, if, if you're in the States and you're watching the your version of Ghost. Let us know if it's any good. Yeah. <laughs> I heard good things. But cool. still check out the original. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. Uh, and I'm just keeping up with Welcome to Wrexham. Oh, yeah, I have as well. It's uh, on Disney really good Plus. little documentary. Yeah, really, really enjoying it. Made you a Wrexham fan? I mean, kind of. I was think I was like, oh, I might follow their results a bit. <laughs> and then... The the episode on hooligans really took things in it a different really did, direction. It? it really did. It's like I was like, oh, because I criticised it last time we spoke about it on this show of being a bit like, well, you know, obviously there's a vested interest here. They want to make them, the guys want to make themselves look good. Yes, yeah. why we see all this community stuff. But to be fair, they were like, no, there's a real fucking problem here. Yeah, and I didn't. I, I and we re- didn't we know that about Wrexham, but apparently yeah. they've always had like, a history of violence. Yeah, and for them to acknowledge that, I thought was really good. Yeah. It kind of like shames the fan base into stopping. I, I mean, I don't want to get too much details because you know, go and watch it. But the, I, I thought it was really tragic. The story of the young girl, yeah, yeah, who was going to be in the police, yeah, and she couldn't. Yeah, yeah, that was sad. I was like, oh, fuck. I wasn't expecting that. No, I wasn't like, ever. It's was a heck of a twist. Well, I, I was almost like, oh, when they found out that story, yeah, that must they, you can't not make this in an episode. Yeah, it was like proper real life drama crazy wasn't it yeah and the guy that there's the her boyfriend who was like banned from the stadium for five years or whatever but he has to keep buying a season ticket so he can eventually go back to his do you think he watched that when they were having that conversation on that park bench i wonder if he watched it like in the last couple of weeks went fuck i'm a (laughs) dick i would hope so because that's clearly what they were trying to make him think yeah that's I, i think that was my favorite episode and then was it was just randomly she was the daughter of one of James, the band from the nineties. <laughs> yeah, where did that come from? Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it. it's, it's a great show. And he did sit down next to her. He did sit down next to her. So you know, how long he'll be sitting down next to her for is another question. <laughs> no, it's it's a wonderful show. It's really really good. I think they're both coming across really well. I really. Yeah, okay. I still know. It's, I I said. When we we were talking about the Adam project months ago, that yeah. I thought I'd reached peak Reynolds. Yeah, you feel it, like you've got a new appreciation for him now. Slightly, he comes across in this really well. Yeah, he does. Ma- I think Rob McElhenney comes across even better. Yeah, so R- Ryan Reynolds is just the money. Yeah, that he's, he doesn't have any interest. He doesn't watch the games. He doesn't have any you interest. You don't in feel like he's getting sleepless nights out of it. No, he's like, just whereas just Rob McElhenney something interesting like, for him to spend his money on. Yeah, he's, he knows he's never going to get any money back. Yeah. But I just find it really interesting that he's like, okay, I'll just throw money at this and just, it's like a hobby. This <laughs> isn't it? It's yeah. like, he loses a million pound a season or whatever. Sure. 
a lot of money. <laughs> but then Netflix will pay you 300 million. He's going to make a lot of money from the next Deadpool movie. Of course for, he is. That's for sure. Oh, after that huge announcement. Hugh Jackman movie. back. Yeah, that, that was a big announcement. Sorry. Yeah, it's great. Definitely watch it. It's cool. Really what about you? Um, I found a little... I don't know if it's a hidden gem, but I haven't seen many people talking about it. On Also on the BBC iPlayer. It's called Am I Being Unreasonable? Okay. It's Daisy May Cooper's new show. Sure. Um, it's wonderful. Yeah. As, as you would expect from a comedy genius like Daisy May Cooper. Uh, I mean, I have watched This Country. And, and this Country's and wonderful. That's it's, great. That'd be in my conversation for best six. Okay. Yeah. Another tease for next week. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, it's, it is a sitcom, um, but it has got this really dark undertone of a story to it. Right. That's really quite nice. A boyfriend gets killed in the first episode. Right. <laughs> They're they're kissing on a train. She's getting on the train. He's not getting on the train. So they're kissing through the doors, mm. and then the doors shut and trap his coat. Right. And then the train leaves, and another train wipes him out. Oh no! Right at the begin. This is like the first scene. Yeah. And then it's how she's dealt with that. And then there's a really dark. It's like the start of the boys. Yeah. <laughs> but, it's a, but there's a really dark story behind this really really funny show. Mm. It is really funny because she's just naturally funny. Yeah. She's just a very funny person. Just to look at you, know, you, you can't help but laugh at. Yeah, you know she's a comedian. Exactly. <laughs> but so it's really funny. And there's a there's a kid in it who is unbelievably funny for, what, nine? He's disabled. He's yeah. nine. He's brilliant. Uh, but yeah, I would highly recommend watching okay, that. Okay, cool. It's, there's only 10 episodes, half an hour each, I think. Awesome. I've watched it all. It's, it's really good. Um, I've mentioned Dharma. I think I've talked enough about that. Yeah. I also went to the cinema yesterday, the day before yesterday. Yeah. I watched Smile. Oh, how was that? The new horror masterpiece that everybody's because, going raving well, about. Tell tell me in a second how good the movie is. Okay. But regardless of how good the movie is, the marketing guys on this movie absolutely need a lot of money. They are smashing at them. It, it. Have you seen have you seen all these people standing at baseball games yeah, and stuff? Just smiling. Just creepy smiling. St- one there's some great pictures on, on Twitter. They're and, standing through whole baseball games to so stand in the crowd smiling, looking yeah. at you. Not moving. Just on, on it happened, captured on TV. You know on um, Good Morning America where they all, all the people stand out the yeah. back? There was, they were doing it there as well. There was a woman standing there just smiling at the camera. Yeah. It's, it's a great bit of marketing. It's brilliant. It's a great bit of marketing for a not brilliant film. Oh, no. <laughs> no, it is. It's good until it isn't. The okay. ending really lets it down. Yeah. Like, this re- the very, very end is good because you knew... You know where it's going all the way through. Sure. And it's obvious what the ending's going to be. And the very, very end is that. And that's really good. Yeah. It's how they get to that. Really let it down. If I tell, if I sort of tell you CGI is involved. Oh, okay. There's a monster. It's just, it really let itself down. Okay. But I tell you what though. It has got one of the best jump scares I've ever seen. Oh, nice. Really good. You remember the one in Under the Shadow? Yes. Where that goes punch through the window yeah. and I nearly crapped myself. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It was equally as good as that. It oh, was good. Really, really good. She's watching, she's listening to like something on her screen, like like we are now, there's like wave files and she can't quite hear it. So she's leaning into the screen and then the thing's just there next to her. Yeah. And I literally, I nearly went through the ceiling in that cinema <laughs> and I don't get jump scared very often. No, and that's why that, that um, one in Under the Shadow was so good because you you knew it was you, coming. Exactly. She's looking out this window and you're like, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. It's gonna, and then it goes another beat. Yeah, and you're that's like, exactly what this one did. And it just, it's got the balls to just hang on that extra second and you're like, nice, it's they're done. faking me out. Yeah, it's a fake jump scare, which happens yeah. a lot. And then it happens. It did, and it fucking terrified me. Yeah. <laughs> that that there's quite there's a lot of jump scares in it. It's a jump scare horror film. It's there's the story's not great. The 
creepiness. It's really creepy. There's lots of jump scenes in it, but that woman in particular, when she's looking at the computer, scared the living shit out of me. And then the ending, the ending did let it down a little bit. I think I went six out of ten. Okay, because that's how bad it was. But look, all right, that's a shame. But go and go and look at uh, peop- uh, weird pictures of actual just. Yeah, just look normal, for the marketing campaign. Normal attendees at various sports events being freaked out by uh, <laughs> smiling people. Just stand, she's just standing, standing there smiling with a smile written on her t-shirt. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's really good. There's a guy from this season of Bottom of the Stream in it as well. Oh, is there? The, the husband of the main girl was Tappet in Ghosts of War. Oh, okay, yeah. I remember the creepy guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was He's, good in that. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was good in this. Yeah. And it's also got the, the fast guy from The Boys in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. know his name. Can't yeah, remember his name. name yeah, it's... it's it's a, it's a horror film. It's fine. It's getting it's reviewing really well. Yeah. So people are obviously not as annoyed by CGI as I am. <laughs> but they didn't need the CGI thing at the end. They just didn't. Talking Ooh. of horror movies, Mr. Harrigan's phone is out. Yes. Going to watch that on Netflix. Probably going to watch that tonight. Yeah. Actually, depending on time when we finish here. Cool. Um, so I'm excited for that. I have heard a bad review of it, which I'm not happy about, but we'll see. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. Donald Sutherland's in that. He's 96. I know. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. Good cast. There's quite a lot of good stuff coming out on Netflix, to be honest. Just over the next few weeks, there's lots of good... Mike Flanagan's new show's coming tomorrow, I think. Yes. I'm going to be definitely be watching yeah. that at some point. So yeah, keep your eye on Netflix. There's loads of good stuff coming. Good. Talking of stuff on Netflix, shall we do a top 10? Yeah, let's have a look at the top 10. I've not done that for a while. We haven't. It's a it's a virgin top 10. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> top 10 of virgins, that's a real talk. Who's <laughs> <laughs> the... Who's your favourite virgin? virgin. <laughs> um, yeah, there's like loads of new stuff, new films in the Netflix top ten this week. Okay, do you want me to read through it? Yeah. Uh, number ten is a film called Elysium. I don't think that's a new film, but yeah, it is new to Netflix. It is not. It's Jodie Foster and Matt Damon. Five point one seven million viewing hours this week. Father Stu is at number nine. Okay, that's Mark Wahlberg. Oh yeah. I've, why are there so many Mark Wahlberg films <laughs> I've seen that I went to the cinema to see that it was a unlimited screening yeah uh, it's alright it's it's a true story so yeah I remember talking I remember the story's quite talking good. about it's it right. yeah. um, Inheritance is at number 8 any idea what that is it looks like a horror film uh, I want to say that's Lily James no not yes Lily Collins <laughs> get Lily one James of, and Lily Collins so confused one of the Lilies is in it it's Lily Collins and I want to say it's Simon Pegg Oh, yeah, that is Simon Pegg. That doesn't look like Simon Pegg, but it uh, is. Uh, that's literally all I know about that movie. Okay, fair enough. Uh, number seven is Marauders. A lot of bold people in this film. I mean... <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot of hair on that poster. So, it's it appears to be Bruce Willis. Yep. Uh, Christopher Maloney, who was in Happy. Yes, and, okay, yeah. uh, Was it Law, Law, and, Law and Order for yeah, like 25 so. years? Yeah. And Dave Bautista. <laughs> Uh, three very bold men. Yeah, that's... Their most hair is on Bruce Willis's chin. <laughs> Do you see the story this week about Bruce Willis selling his likeness to a deep yeah, fake? Yeah, no, it company. turned out to be a fake com- story. Yeah, it, was a fa- it was a deep fake story. <laughs> I found that quite interesting. Last Scene Alive is at number six. Uh, yeah, very generic title. Yeah, very, very the generic. Generic actor, isn't it? Who's the actor? Gerard Butler. Yeah, generic Gerard. <laughs> um, Minions and More, Volume 1. Is it number five? Okay, don't know what that is. No, it's something to do with Minions. <laughs> <laughs> number four is A Jazzman's Blues. Okay. Which is a Tyler, P- Tyler Perry film. So, all these films are brand new. I've not heard of any of these films. 
Uh, number three is Do Revenge. I would like to watch this. I'd like to get to this. I remember talking about this on the news uh, a, a few weeks ago. It's uh, Maya Hawke. Um, it's like a teen, two, two, um, teen, two teen, two teen <laughs> girls <laughs> team up and get revenge on the other person's bully. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. One picks on the other. Yeah, yeah. I remember talk. Do remember talk. I really like Maya Hawke. I think she's yeah, just, she's great. Just full of <laughs> charisma. <laughs> it feels like a bottom of the stream film that's actually done quite well. It feels like a sort of film. That yeah, potentially. Uh, number two is Blonde. Yeah. You gonna get to that? Yeah, I would really like to. It's on for three hours. I know. It's a real shame, isn't it? Yeah. I just have to chop it up. Yeah, I don't like chopping films like that. Yeah. I like sitting down and watching them, and then I nearly put it on a Saturday, and then I saw the runtime. So I ain't watching that. <laughs> so what I did is put Dharma on and watch that for four hours. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like I do it happily do it with a TV yeah, show, but weird. for some reason I'm not watching a three-hour film. And then Lou is at number one. Okay. Uh, it's supposed to be really good. It's about it's a revenge film about a woman going after somebody else's murderer or something like that no it's not about uh, the guy from Neighbours it's not about Lou Carpenter no no unfortunately not it's very niche right? I've heard quite good it, it is supposed to be quite good I will check it out at some point it's had 46 million viewing hours this week okay which is a lot yeah TV shows yes please I think we know what's number one TV shows in the in- English language at number 10 Inside the World's Toughest Prison, season six. Oh, great. I love that show. Do you? Yeah, I've watched the first five seasons. Have you really? Watched it. Yeah, Excellent. yeah. Well, it's back out. Yeah. Feel free. Uh, Fate to the Wink Saga, season one. That's coming back in for some reason, because season two's out, potentially. Yeah, possibly. Easy for you. Stranger Things, season four, for the 18th week, is in the top 10. What a great record that is. 18 weeks. It is not letting up, is it? Still busted out. Nearly ten and a half million hours viewed this week. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, for obvious reasons, The Crown season two is at number seven, and The Crown season one is at number six. Uh, what? Why? Because the Queen died. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Heartbreak High season one is at number five. Sure. Cobra Kai season five is at number four. Twenty million viewing hours this week. Uh, Fate: The Wink Saga season two is at number three. So that's that has had a second season, which is why the first season is in there, I imagine. Dynasty season five is at number two. Okay. And Dharma, the Dharma monster, the Jeffrey Dharma story, <laughs> which is a terrible title. Too many colons. <laughs> I, had, I have watched that series and didn't realise that it was called that. Why not just call it Dharma? Yeah. Everybody knows who Jeffrey Dharma is. It doesn't need the word monster in there. No. That's a given. <laughs> but there's like a, there's a few monster things, isn't there? So I wonder if it's like a... So just, just, just take it out. Yeah. yeah no one's going to think, oh, oh, I'm accidentally watching the Halle Berry movie. <laughs> it, it, you've got the word Dharma in there twice. Yeah. Just afterwards. Just call it Dharma. Yeah. 299 million viewing hours this week alone. It is in the top 10 now of all time. Uh, number nine with 496 million viewing hours. Insane. Yeah. Right, real talk. Let's do a real talk and let's get out of here, shall we? Let's talk real. What was the real talk question for this week, Nick? Oh, I can't remember. Um, <laughs> it was, what's your favourite British movie? It was indeed. We had some uh, answers. Good. It's always good when that happens. It is. Um, I'm not in the right place. I'm never okay. in the right place for this segment. I, you'd think I would be better ahead of time. <laughs> uh, okay, what's your favourite British film? Shall we start with the Discord? Start with the Discord as always. 
No problem. Uh, Sam Mulholland is going straight in there with an absolutely brilliant choice. Four Lions. I've not seen Four Lions. No way. No. That didn't... surprises me. Why? I don't like comedy <laughs> or British films. Yeah, but it's... <laughs> I think you'd like that. Do you really? Yeah. But then I will watch it. It didn't appeal to me when it came out. So okay. I, watched it. I think you'd like it. Okay, I'll check it out. Yeah. Go and watch it. Okay. Report back. Um, oh yeah, I'm, I'm really surprised you've never seen it. No, it just never never appealed to me. It's a great movie. Okay, I'll take your word for it. I'll take Sam's word for it as well. Uh, Ross Cook. How many, did, how many did Ross pick? Uh, mm, I, he's trying to get a technicality. No. Um, three, basically. Okay. <laughs> but but he's trying to he's trying to claim that Paddington and Paddington Two are the same. Same film. Well. They say, oh, I'd go with Paddington slash Paddington 2 as they're perfect. Which is correct. He's right. Yeah, I'd also not seen that. Wonderful <laughs> films. Uh, but I I would go with Paddington 2. I think it's one of the uh, few sequels better than the original. Okay. In the history cool. of film. Uh, but yeah, great, great choices. Uh, he also wants to give a special mention to Dead Man's Shoes. Excellent choice. I've I never seen it. Afford- You've never seen Dead Man's Shoes? <laughs> no. Have you not really? Oh no. my goodness. <laughs> There's, here's our homework then. I watch Four Lions. You watch Dead Man's Shoes. Okay. You would love Dead Man's Shoes. I'm sure. It's yeah. Really good. Yeah. Paddy Considine. Yeah, I've never seen it. <laughs> um, okay. People, I think people find this tough one. It is a tough. It one. It is a tough one. Uh, the, you know, I, I was thinking, do you go for the classics? You know, because people, but I like I have seen once like Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah. Because. Or Gandhi. But yeah. I'm not choosing that. Of course you're not. You, you know. It's, but you, uh, people could come up with that sort of stuff. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's not what I would choose. Uh, Alex in the Discord has gone with This Is England. That's a great film, to be yeah. fair. Really good film. I was surprised when he said that. I must admit, it, it surprised me a little bit. But it is a really good film. The TV show that followed it let it down a little bit, I think. Did it? But, I've yeah. seen the movie and I've never watched the TV show. Yeah, the TV show. show's not as good. Uh, Wayne in the Discord has gone with The Full Monty. Yeah, good shout. That's a surprising answer from Wayne as well. Uh, I think it's sort of saying that, you know, it's very working class, very British. How did it end up being so successful? Yeah. Uh, but it was huge. It, it was, was massive. It was an absolute smash. You could probably say it rekindled the British film industry. I think way, to an extent. There was, there was kind of the double... The double header of sort of train spotting and the, yeah. and the full Monty when when the, the British film industry was really in the doldrums yeah it was kind of the film four kind of came around yeah. about that sort of time and kind of rekindled it all didn't it yeah I uh, think that's pretty much it in the discord this okay. week we didn't get many on the social so I'll just briefly go through them um, Tomb Tales podcast which is a podcast about cartoons amazing <laughs> I'm definitely going to check them out. They came out as with Dead Man's Shoes. Oh, nice! But another shout out for Dead Man's Shoes. So I feel like you should it watch now. it. <laughs> and Becky on Instagram came out as with Full Monty slash Brassed Off, as if they're the same film, but they're okay. not. Could they're be in the same diff- universe. Very yeah. Isn't Pete Postlethwaite in both? Both of them. Of them yeah, yeah, I think he is. The Pete Postlethwaite. Brassed Off's a good film, to be fair. Universe. Full Monty as well, good shout. Yeah, but I remember I have seen Brassed Off years ago. Yeah. Again, it was a quite a big hit, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what about you? Uh, I find this quite tough because I don't watch a lot of British stuff. Okay. I think, uh, but then I thought of a film and I was like, well, yeah, it's obviously that. I, I think it's <laughs> going to be, I, I think I know what you're going to choose. Okay. 
I've got an honourable mention as well, but I'll give you the one I'm actually going to choose. I've got three on a short list. Okay. And I think one of them is the one you're going to choose. Okay. I've got one definite and one honourable mention. Okay. I'm going with Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. yeah. You knew it. Everybody yeah. knew it. Alex texts me in the week. He's like, I know what you're going to pick. And I was like, how? And then he guessed. And I was like, okay. It just is for me. It just is. It's the, in terms of... It's an old film now. I was going to say yeah, of, of more recent years films. Year, I think, isn't it? Films that I've watched the modern, modern, modern films that I've watched the most. It's, yeah, definitely. It's right, it's Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, hundred percent. British it, film. It's, it's really, really rewatchable. Really yeah, absolutely. It's it's just perfect. It's yeah. a great British zombie story that's funny, sad, heartfelt. Pop culture out the time. It, again, it probably rekindled the British film industry when it came out. Oh, it made, made several careers, didn't it? Look yeah, at Edward, it Edgar Wright. Yeah, just, exactly. And I think having... It doesn't take away from it at all because it is a great film on its own, you know, if you've never seen any of anything that anyone in that movie has ever done before. But having watched Spaced yeah. before for me and then gone, which is, again, one of the, my favourite sitcoms of all time. Yeah, Let's come back to that's that. in the conversation. And then being able to see, go to the cinema and go, oh my God, they've let these people do a movie basically and came from a sketch from space space. yeah Yeah, exactly basically came from a sketch from space was like amazing yeah uh yeah great great shout thank you it's in it's in the list of three that i've got my honorable mention is a film i watched it you know we used to have days at school where the teacher just put a film on yeah we did that and i came home that night from school and watched it again okay oh wow and i think there was a point in my life where i was obsessed with this film when i was 13 maybe to that sort of age yeah. Kez <laughs> really? Kez Kez is a fucking wonderful film <laughs> it is Wayne talked about well, like, yeah, well, that's a bit grim as well <laughs> Wayne talked about the epitome of Britishness with Phil Fulmonte there's nothing more British than Kez it's very Yorkshire and then Craig David fucking ruined it Craig David <laughs> not Craig David well yeah Craig David you mean uh, Avid Merritt yeah he ruined it but if you watch Kez it's brilliant <laughs> It is, it's a, good it's film, a brilliant yeah. film. Yeah. I I was obsessed with it back when I was younger. Yeah. I had it on video. Did you ever ask for like a bird? No, I don't like birds. <laughs> no, I'm I absolutely terrified of birds. <laughs> That's not my biggest phobia. I would I never want to. I didn't know if you were about to tell me like you had a kestrel and no. it tried to eat you. <laughs> no, I loved it. It got Mavis from Coronation Street in it. That's, <laughs> <laughs> I'd never seen her in anything else before at that point. But yeah, no, Shaun of the Dead is the epitome of wonderful British films. It's the best. Okay. Children of the Dead was on my uh, my, my short list. Um, I, I'll give you my random one. Go for it. Uh, which is, <laughs> really weirdly enough, stars someone we've mentioned earlier okay. who we wouldn't normally mention. And uh, that's Donald Sutherland. And <laughs> I, I'm i talking about Don't Look Now. Oh, okay. Which yeah. is a film from the 70s, which... I can't remember why, but I watched it and I think, well, I, I know that I watched it a bit younger than I probably should have done <laughs> and it scared the pants out of me um, with the twist at the end. I'm not sure I've ever seen uh, it. You've got to watch Don't Look Now. I don't know if I have. I might have. I don't think I have. Person in a red coat running around. Mm. Yeah, check it out. I know the, the I know it. Yeah. I don't know if I've seen it. I will check it out. Uh, but We've I, had some right homework on this episode. <laughs> All sorts of films to watch. 
And, and I, there was loads of thought of like again, train spotting, Clockwork Orange. It surprised um, me nobody mentioned train spotting in the Discord. Yeah, I that had come up more. Um, Clockwork Orange is what course. Yeah, I never you don't even consider that to be British. And then I thought like, well, what about? I don't like. I don't like James Bond movies. No, nor do I. But should someone say like Goldfinger because is that the best James Bond movie? Well, it's like I think it's classic Cons- Bond, isn't the it? Best. With with um, Sean Connery and it's yeah, but w- for what James Bond means to <laughs> yeah. cinema and yeah, okay, fair. I enough. wouldn't choose that, so I've not chosen that. I okay. <laughs> I've gone with uh, Monty Python and uh, Monty Python's Life of Brian. That's a great shout because it's it's it just is. again I. <laughs> In terms of movies I've watched the most, yeah, that would be up there. Yeah, uh, and it's I haven't it's, seen that for many a year. I'd, I feel like a, a nice multi-platform rewatch would be good. I had it on VHS, I had it on DVD. Yeah. You know, it's, it's it's always been around um, for me, and it's brilliant. It is. It is everything Monty Python ever did was great, though, wasn't it? It was, but it is brilliant. Um, I'm reading Bob Odenkirk's autobiography. I mentioned it a yeah. few times. He's heavily inspired by Monty okay. Python. He talks about it all the way through. Yeah, but yeah. They uh, broke America. No, no British comics break America. Yeah, I mean, yeah. A brilliant, funny film, and financed by a Beatle. So yeah, there you go. What more could you want from your yeah. film? How British is that? Couldn't be more British. <laughs> I don't think it could be more British. <laughs> Great, good real, good real talk. Yeah, good, good subjects. If you want to get involved in next week's real talk, it's already been announced. What's your favourite sitcom? What's your favourite sitcom? Come at us. That's going to be so tough. Oh, man. I, I might have to have a top... I might ten. have to Ross cook it. <laughs> Shall we cook it up? <laughs> I might have to cook it up and have a top three. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know if I could pick one. It's going to be... No, tough. what's your favourite sitcom? That implies one. It does. I don't. There isn't one that I go back to, though. There's there's a few that I go back to. Yeah. There isn't one that I pick over any of the others. Okay. I don't think, well, I'll give it some thought over this week. You guys give it some thought and let us know. Right, yeah, should we get we'll, out of here? Uh, we'll throw it out on the socials as well. Yeah, let's... let's I thought um, we'd do a short wave today, but it's gone longer than most waves. Let's make tracks. We've already talked about what we're doing on Thursday. We're watching Last Man Down, a Norwegian film that's in the English language, randomly. Um, I mean, there's not many words in it. No, it's not very vocal. <laughs> that's very true. But, lots of fighting in it. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to talking about it. Get, if you get a chance, check it out before Thursday, and we'll come back on Thursday to talk to you about Last Man Down. Cheers. Bye.